Radio Bypass, bringing you rock and roll music that deserves to be heard. Discover new bands. Hear some old favorites on Radio Bypass. Here we come, walking down the street. We get the funniest looks from everyone we meet. Hey, hey, with the monkeys, and people say we monkey around. But we're too busy singing to put anybody down.
Yesterday's from Guns N' Roses, and just before that, kicking off episode 234 of the Radio Bypass podcast, was also Guns N' Roses, Right Next Door to Hell. And those two albums came out September 17th, 1991. Right Next Door to Hell was on Use Your Illusion 1, and Yesterday's was on Use Your Illusion 2. And today, we're flashing back 30 years. We're going to play all kinds of stuff from 1991. I'm Ralph Rasmussen. Thanks for joining me for another episode of rock and roll music that deserves to be heard. Didn't think I was going to get this in this year. Each year since we've been doing this podcast, we've looked back 30 years earlier and uh, played some of the best from that particular year. And this year kind of flew by on me and I haven't had a chance to do it. So today's the day. In the past, it's been a two-episode deal to get everybody in but because we're toward the end of the year we're just going to do the one today so we're going to have to leave some of the great stuff from 1991 out of the picture but we'll definitely talk about it but those two records from Guns N' Roses much anticipated and well received and released September 17th 91 like I said and then LA Guns with Tracy Guns um, also released a new record in 1991 on June 25th They released Hollywood Vampires. This tune's called Kiss My Love Goodbye. Ah! 
Hey, this is Jeff Keith from Tefa, and we're listening to Ralph on Radio Bypass. Oh, yes, sir. 
that's Tesla, off Psychotic Supper, released September 10th, 1991. Many folks have indicated that Psychotic Supper is their very favorite Tesla album. It definitely did very well for the band. They had a few hit singles off of that. Uh, definitely went platinum. Great album. But I love all Tesla albums. And L.A. Guns, just before Tesla, Kiss My Love Goodbye from their Hollywood Vampires album. And we're going to keep the rock rolling now, switching gears a little bit to some of the Seattle sound. Now, by 91, we kind of knew about the Seattle stuff. Grunge had heard, obviously, some Alice in Chains, some Soundgarden. But 91 really kind of blew the doors wide open when Nirvana came along, which, of course, we'll have to include. But um, a little earlier, though, before the Nirvana record came out, in April, an interesting record came out called Temple of the Dog. And I had known Chris Cornell a little bit from the Louder Than Love album from Soundgarden, but hadn't totally been familiar with his vocal, vocal stylings a ton yet at this point. And then I heard this song when we got the Temple of Dog record in at the radio station. I was like, wow, very interesting. And then, of course, later that same year, Soundgarden came out with a song that just ripped my head off. And it was very interesting listening to the two different songs with Chris Cornell's vocals. So I'm going to play them for you right now. So we've got Temple of the Dog up here first, and then we'll follow it up by Soundgarden. So this Temple of the Dog record came out April 16th, 1991. You might be familiar with this song. It's Say Hello to Heaven.
Garden, Jesus Christ Pose from Bad Motor Finger. It came out October 8th, 1991. And Temple of the Dog, Say Hello to Heaven from the one and only Temple of the Dog album that had come out in April of 91. But that Jesus Christ Pose song, uh, six months later, I had a chance to hear it a little bit early before its release. I was in Los Angeles at the time, and I could not believe that that was the same guy that I've heard on the Louder Than Love album and the uh, Temple of the Dog album. For some reason, that this song just really blew my head off and blew my mind. I was like, oh my God. And uh, the Seattle sound is definitely here to stay after hearing that one. But then the song that blew everything really wide open is what I've got for you next. And we all know this one now. Not everybody liked it then, but uh, it's undeniable how it changed the landscape of our hard rock, heavy metal world at that point in time. Released on September 24th, 1991, Smells Like Teen Spirit.
Nirvana from their Nevermind album, Smells Like Teen Spirit, the song that at the time, back in 1991, seemed to change everything. Of course, 30 years later, you're so used to it, it's just another rock and roll song. But at that point in time, definitely felt like things were changing, especially given what had come in 1990 with the Alice in Chains facelift record. You started hearing a change there too, but um, like I say, Nirvana just really blew it wide, wide open. However, those that didn't like that so much in 1991, as I remember some folks telling me they were kind of divided when they'd call the radio station. Um, some people really loved it, some people not so much. So for those that weren't embracing this change in sound, some of the old standbys had new stuff out in 1991, including Van Halen and former Van Halen singer David Lee Roth, both releasing albums in 91, David first, Van Halen second, but we're going to kick it off right now with Van Halen from their Four Unlawful Carnal Knowledge record, released June 17th, 1991. This is Spanked.
A Little Ain't Enough. That's David Lee Roth, title track from his album, released at the beginning of 91, January 15th, 1991, and Van Halen spanked out June 17th, 1991. I'm Ralph Rasmussen. We are looking back 30 years today at stuff that came out in 1991. And we're going to keep it rolling right now with another band that uh, I thought kind of changed things up a bit in 91. This was their debut. It was an EP. And I still remember when we first received this at WVVX and I listened to it for the first time. I was like, okay, this is a little different. At first I thought it would be um, just another good hard rock record because I saw Sweet Leaf listed as one of the songs, but along with Sweet Leaf Slash, Funky Fresh Country Club. So I was like, I wonder what that's all about. And I had to listen to it to find out. But uh, interesting band at the time. Also, I thought, a little different. That's Ugly Kid Joe. 1991 in October. I don't remember the exact date, but October of 91, As Ugly As They Wanna Be, introduced us to Ugly Kid Joe. This is Sweet Leaf Funky Fresh Country Club. Check it out.
Mr. Big, to be with you. That's from their sophomore album, Lean Into It, released March 26, 1991. 1991, a big year for Mr. Big, because that song went all the way to number one for my buddy Billy Sheehan and the rest of the guys. Big deal for Mr. Big, and um, very, very, very well-deserved. And before that, Ugly Kid Joe from their debut EP, As Ugly As They Want To Be, Sweet Leaf, Funky Fresh Country Club, interesting band at the time. And then, of course, later on, I Hate Everything About You from that EP became a big success for Ugly Kid Joe, and they're still out there doing it. All right, we're going to keep the rock rolling now. I know we're running long today. I'm trying to squeeze in a couple more songs from 1991, a couple more albums. So next up, I've got Enough's Enough, Chicago Boys. They had their debut album out a couple years earlier and did very well for them. This was the follow-up. And personally, and if you listen to my interview with Donnie V, you heard me telling him this, that I still think this album is probably my favorite of the Enough's Enough catalog. The album is Strength, and this tune's called Something for Free. Down around 
to my buddy Ralph on Radio Bypass where you gotta turn it up and a little extra.
song from White Lion that's off their album called Main Attraction also came out March 26, 1991 just like the Mr. Big Lean Into It album and the Enough's Enough Strength album that we heard just before that Something for Free that album also released March 26, 1991 I'm Ralph Rasmussen thanks for joining me for another episode 
of rock and roll music that deserves to be heard. Today, looking back 30 years, always fun to kind of look back at what was then as well as comparing it to what is now. Always kind of fun. So thanks for joining me. I know this one ran long, but like I say, there were so many records in uh, 91 and trying to pare them down is never easy. Um, I did leave out a few big records from the year, but I know those still get a lot of airplay. So um, you get certainly get to hear these a lot, but other big albums for 91, Metallica, the Black Album, the one that polarized some of their fans. Some didn't like the direction the Black Album took. Many did because that was a huge album for Metallica. And I don't think you can deny the power of Enter Sandman, especially. That song is another one that kind of rips your head off. But another that was a big album in 91. Ozzy Osbourne with No More Tears. Great record, in my opinion. Being a huge Ozzy fan, I love all his stuff. But No More Tears, I thought, was the best record since Diary of a Madman. So big album uh, for Ozzy. And then we saw the last uh, album that we'd ever see while Freddie Mercury from Queen was still alive. Um, Innuendo came out in 91, and we lost Freddie just a short time after that album's release. Motorhead, they put out a killer album, 1916, in 1991. Saigon Kick had their debut album out. Great White had an album that was really good called Hooked. Bullet Boys had an album called Freak Show out that year. Alice Cooper had Hey Stupid. Rush had a great album, Roll the Bones. Shotgun Messiah had a great record called Second Coming. Nazareth had a decent record, a pretty good record for their more later output called No Jive. Crimson Glory, Strange and Beautiful was a great album from those guys. And Fate's Warning, uh, their album was really, really good. Kind of under, um, under listened to really. I, I don't think that this album got as much attention back then as it should have, but they, they had an album out called Parallels. So that's just some of what I didn't have enough time to squeeze into today um, that came out in 1991. So it was fun looking back. And then, of course, at the beginning of this show, you did hear a uh, little monkeys theme song that we used to hear all the time. And I was sorry to hear that Mike Nesmith passed away yesterday. I think for many of us, we either grew up with the monkeys or we certainly grew up with the monkeys reruns. And I think even the hardest rocking fans of us um, had some appreciation for the monkeys. So kind of sad. Mickey Dolan's now the only surviving original monkey. So uh, our condolences to the Nesmith family. So that's why I threw that in at the beginning. Next week, we'll be back with one of our regular type episodes of rock and roll music that deserves to be heard. We'll bring you a lot of new stuff. Maybe look back on a song or two. Maybe I'll get something else in from 1991. And then after that, it's already going to be Christmas. Um, so I'm definitely going to put together one episode for you. That I'll probably put out before Christmas. I have a bunch of rocking Christmas songs that you can use on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, if you like, uh, kind of a playlist. I'll get that out to you. And then normally I try to do an episode looking back on the top singles of the year and the top albums of the year. So I'm going to try to get those out before year's end too. All of a sudden, 2021 coming to a quick close and probably not soon enough for most of us. We just want this world to get back to normal. So again, thanks a lot for listening. Thanks for your support always. 
As always, you can reach me, Ralph, at RadioBypass.com via email. Please spread the word about Radio Bypass. Thank you so much for all your support. Talk to you next Saturday. I'm going to leave you with one more track from 1991. One of my big albums of the year that I thought was um, just really different from their debut. Skid Row put out their sophomore album, and it was quite a change, I felt, from the first Skid Row album, and, and personally, I liked the change a lot. June 11th, 1991, they put out an album called Slave to the Grind. I'm going to leave you with Riot Act. Talk to you next Saturday. Thanks for listening. Just say